folks. Welcome back. We got a brand new episode of Trainwreck tonight, episode 166. I'm joined by Maniac, a windy, beautiful day here in Buffalo, New York. Tonight's show sponsor, Pazda Electric. Pazda Electric. Considering a residential or commercial electrical project, then consider our friends at Pazda Electric. 716-698-2711. From new house wiring, main service upgrades to troubleshooting issues, Jason Pazda licensed and insured all over Erie County. Mention Trainwreck Sports or say, this train never stops and get a free house surge protector with every service upgrade. Pazda Electric, 716-698-2711. Folks, we got two very special guests tonight. The best in the business. We got Chad Dedeminisis. We got Anthony Chandra. Die by the Blade, expectedbuffalo.com, Beyond the Blade podcast. How are you guys doing tonight? Not bad. Good, Al. Thanks for having us on. Seriously, no problem. But how do you guys do it? I mean, you got the podcast, you got the website, then you got Die by the Blade. I mean, how do you guys manage all this con- content on a consistent basis? It's not easy. I mean, we were talking about my wife before we came on here, and before I came down, she's like, you, you do something every single day. Doesn't it get old? And, well, I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a lot to juggle. I mean, it's easier with the podcast part right now because – there's nothing happening, so you can kind of break it out. But, uh, yeah, it's definitely – it's a lot to juggle. It's a lot of late nights. But, you know, you kind of get used to it after a few years. Yeah, the uh, – a lot of the burden is definitely on, on Chad, so to speak, because he's, he's straight up, like, managing editing. He's, he's doing all the behind-the-scenes stuff to, to, you know, really make the content pop, make, you know, formatting the, the uh, new site. Um, so, you know. Yeah, and obviously the content production part, that's, that's a heavy lift, you know, for, for everybody involved. Uh, but in terms of making it all happen, man, I mean, I'm, I'm convinced Chad's like a vampire or something. He just doesn't sleep. <laughs> On the I mean, digital side of, oh, sorry. Go ahead. I just want Anthony to come and be pretty. That's all, that's all his job is. Oh just my come gosh. And, well, that's, and no, I've got no. a very, I've got a very short <laughs> shelf life left. I think I've only got like two more years of looking okay. <laughs> Anthony, you have not even begun to peak. But yeah, I mean, I hate to say, great time to you know start a you know restart a digital website a venture like this. Was this planned for this timetable? Did you guys move it up? Like, what ended up happening there? I mean, because this worked out, seems like it worked out pretty well for you guys. Yeah. So the plan, this kind of all started back. Um, in case some people have heard the story before on different podcasts, I won't go into the long detail of it. But uh, it basically, it was kind of started more in my mind back when SB Nation kind of had their whole California thing where they had to let go of some of their, their whole, the writer, basically the whole staff and all the California sites. So it's something I mentioned to Anthony as an idea I was kicking around and then that would kind of, in a way, I guess you could say, move it like to the next level uh, and kind of look into it more and kind of have my back pocket, um, you know, in case one day the same thing happened to us because, I mean, you never know. Uh, and then the pandemic hits and, you know, like many people, um, you know, my company closes. So all of a sudden I have all this time on my hands now to do something and occupy myself. So uh, why not start a hockey website? I mean, it's a bold strategy to start the hockey website when play suspended. And now the Sabres didn't help. They're not going to play for the, like, it'll be like nine months in total, but uh, you know, it's, it's gone way better than I imagined in the first two months. So um you know, and kudos to Anthony for helping out because I don't think I'd be able to do all of the content, even though I don't sleep at night to do all of it uh, without his help. And today was what? A two article day? Expectedbuffalo.com? Seriously. Like that, I, yeah. I, I noticed that. 
yeah I, I usually try to break it up so like get something every day but I, I was in the middle of like I did video stuff yesterday so I'm like I gotta do it today and then Anthony's in so it's one of those rare two article days it sounds pathetic but it really is like working out or in like Forrest Gump when he just started running you know basically once you start going it's kind of like it's a little bit easier to just keep going and it feels yeah. weird almost to stop I mean I think you know it goes without saying we kind of know a little bit about that on this brand as well gents but kudos to all you guys are doing obviously like you said it's not the most optimal time to start this to me this is a ridiculous reference but one time Chris Jericho a wrestler just came out and didn't say anything and then went back to like the locker room like five straight times that's basically what you guys are doing in your gear up finally once we have some Sabres action you guys are gonna have it easy yeah, I guess you could put it that way. Or it'll be hard because they still won't be good. And then, you know, that's oh, kind of getting no, it just only took this long? <laughs> and like, real quick, before, like we get into the Sabres, before we get into the Sabres, how yeah. is Ma- Maniacs not wearing sunglasses? So I might as well rock Chandra's. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I left those there a year ago. Well, now I don't know if it's the sunglasses or the man, because Al is looking damn good in those. I like I good in this. I like, I like you it. You look great, Al. Thank you. I had to rock these. I pulled them out of the drawer. They've been sitting here for what over a year now. Literally, oh I think you God. guys, you guys were on the show middle of June last year. I, think it was I remember it being warm. Yeah, that's right. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it was a hot day. I hope the AC was working here at Studio D. <laughs> pretty sure um, it was. Pretty crazy that Chandra did a leave behind. Clearly, he was enamored with. <laughs> he wanted, yeah. like, wanted to come back. No doubt about it. And, and, and he does not want that permission slip to go away. He's leaving it there. He constantly will always have a reason to go back to Studio D. <laughs> Absolutely. I, so, Maniac, tell the people, what went down with the Sabres today on the news? Are you kidding me? When you click on ESPN.com, you go to the NHL, you rarely see the Sabres on the side. They were like the number one story on the side today, Kim Pagula president. I mean, I felt like R.J. Umberger because Brian Campbell, in the form of a John Warrow monster piece, just ran me over. But uh, bottom line, I mean, Kim Pagula kind of almost retreading on her statements like that, she, that they knew more than the fans, et cetera, actually talked about, you know, how she was kind of behind the eight ball and how she'd been working to get ahead of it as president. Um, talks about how she wants to stay in the role. Sad to say a lot of things in this article, gentlemen, that a lot of Sabres fans did not like to hear or read in this case. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I mean it's yeah, – go, go ahead, Anthony, go first. I've talked a lot. Go first. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, it's, you know, it's a lot of stuff you don't like to read, but I, I think – I don't think anything in there was necessarily surprising. I think everyone kind of knew, you know, what the deal was, and, and that's how it was going. It didn't seem like she was going to relinquish that title anytime soon. Um, but the, the one line that still bothers me, and I, I think it's the Buffalo fan in me maybe, and I, I've just got that weird um, – I don't know, like – lack of self-esteem as a Buffalo fan just her saying you know our goal here is to make is to try and make this you know viable or financially viable in Buffalo right and it almost and I tweeted about it it almost felt to me like in Parks and Rec when Bobby Newport was like you know my dad wants to move the Sweetums factory to China but if you vote for me I think I can convince him to make him stay (laughs) she she definitely Newported us she moved she Newported us fans had her painted (laughs) into a corner it was either leave leave the position or the team is leaving yeah. and that's basically what she, i can't believe she newported us my she goodness us. <laughs> leslie nope had newport in a phone booth and he got out of it big time with that move Ma- maniac you just you've got to be our leslie nope now if you love I mean, something you don't threaten to hurt it 
Yo, no, I'm most definitely. Wow, no, I mean, I'm pretty sure that's exactly what it was, and it's true. I mean, we all love this team. I mean, we just want to see. I would give anything to see that plaza rocking. And I'm just going to admit, I'm a bit way bigger Bills fan than a Sabres fan. A lot of people obviously know that. Anyone who's ever seen me as a fan. But just the last couple of years, like, I know we have one of the best players in the league. Darlene, all you heard was, like, that this guy was going to be the greatest defenseman in, you know, 15, 20 years. One of the best prospects potentially in the last four to five decades. I just want to see the obvious take place that it should, and they should be a competitive team. And the fact that they're still not is just so demoralizing, and my hair is, is so long. <laughs> oh, I don't even – your hair, man. I feel I, so bad. I feel awful, too. I mean, that's why we gave me like, a couple loopholes for chances to cut his hair. Um, Chandra, nothing, nothing that hasn't no, – but, but everything that can cut my hair has not happened in over a decade now, just to good. be clear. That's, so that, that's like, yeah. Hey, Chandra, hopefully, hopefully we're in Detroit this season. I know. Okay, Chandra, if we go to Detroit, will you come with us? Yes. Yeah, let's go. We're going to have Absolutely. a caravan. I already got Lakata in, too. That's Chandra, how, de- how depressed were we after oh, that dude. loss? I, I don't think either of us were okay. <laughs> I actually just watched the video. We, we actually made a video with the Titanic music after of us all drinking from the gin bucket. Do you remember that? I do now. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I rewatched. I just rewatched it. It's literally just everyone staring off into space like this, like just pounding like gym buckets. Like it's insane. That was so bad. You know, though, I, I did. I did see some real solidarity between you two guys. So at the end, you gave Al a warm embrace. Told him it was going to be okay, even though we traveled, you know, four hours across. Canada just to be to clear, it was it. not okay. Nothing. Was not nothing okay. was okay at that point. No. That's why we got to go back. I, we we got to make good. You know what I mean? We oh, see dude, I'm telling you how. It feels like we took it for granted when it was happening. We did. Now that I think about it, when it was happening, I did not fully appreciate what was happening when the bill, the bull, and we're going all over the place, obviously. But I will not take any Buffalo sports success for granted, ever. Yeah, okay. the, the thing that sticks out to me is Tyree Jackson, when they were up by 20, yelling at everyone on the sidelines, because we, we were right there. Him saying, this shit is not over to everybody. Oh, was, and, and when they started to slip, and he was the only one who believed that, I guess. Yeah. I'm, I, I'm just waving to Lance's wife and kid. Like we got this. <laughs> in, got fair, this. in full, in full disclosure, and it's as we'll admit it. Al and I were figuring out how we were going to get on the field. And the entire, the entire <laughs> third quarter was spent figuring out how we were going to get on the field after the game. Yeah, it's, you know, it's Northern Illinois confetti coming down. Yeah, that, let's not get. You know, I mean, obviously the Sabers make me sick, but let's not make me even sicker with this UB football talk. But <laughs> real quick, I mean, the biggest thing too is like you're reading this article today about. Kim and the Sabres and like they're talking about finances and they're talking about the pandemic and now Maniac you've heard me say this before you have diehard Sabres fans giving up their Sabres season tickets it's it, it goes from a team that like you couldn't get Sabres season tickets like there was a cap like there was no way you can get them now you got to worry about how this team is going to fill the seats next I mean who knows obviously as of right now are they going to start the next season in October probably not the best chance but I mean, Chad, what do you think? Like, what is this team going to do next year when it comes to filling the stands, filling the seats, getting people excited? Well, I mean, the sweet bit of irony in this is when you talk about the money aspect of it is the way you make money in the NHL for most teams is you go to the playoffs. And when you haven't done it in nine years, <laughs> that's kind of a hard way to continue to make money. So, you know, if she wants to make the team viable and make the team sustainable, I mean, I know it's not her decision. She runs the business side of it, but 
you know, as owners, um, you got to get the right people in charge to make your hockey team good because that that's the way you do it. Cause then you get the butts in the seats and then you make the playoffs and you get that playoff revenue and you kind of start going from there. So I don't know what they're going to do. I mean, people are fed up. I mean, it, it's, people are not really going to buy it anymore. I mean, this is, I mean, we're on almost two, if not three years of kind of people are like, all right, one more year, one more year, one more year. And I, I think that one more year is gone. A lot of people that I've talked to, a lot of people that, Reach out to me on Twitter. Just when I'm not doing it anymore. I, I'm not coming back. I'm not having season tickets until they prove they can put a winner on the ice. I'm not yeah. buying into it. And you know they they put themselves and I guess made that bad. And now they got a no way in it. And yeah. real quick, what is this? Sean, you can answer this question too. Yeah, what is this? The Bagulas missed a clause in Bottle's contract. Like what? I'm not gonna touch that. But Anthony can if he wants. <laughs> I'll let that. Uh, Which clause I'll, did they miss? Did I'll they miss that... Santa Claus one, Santa Claus <laughs> two, or Santa Claus three? That's what I want to know. I want an answer from both of you. I don't want you wiggling out. No, I mean, was this not good? Was this was this why we need a hockey president? Give me that answer. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I I think I'll I'll say this. I think you need somebody. If if the last few weeks hasn't made it obvious, uh, I don't know if it's a hockey president or you need somebody in that organization to say, hey, don't say that. Or like, hey, maybe you shouldn't talk. Or maybe this is what you should say. I mean, it goes back to, you know, that we know more than the fans do. And it goes back to, the, I mean, the things today about being sustainable and viable. And it's going back to even when the coronavirus first hit and in the comments they made about, um, you know, the employees they had to let go and, and all of that thing. And then the, the lifestyle in your presentation. Like, it's fine if you want to think certain things, but you don't tell your employees that. You don't tell your fans that. Like, you need, I think, somebody, then maybe it's a president or maybe it's, I, I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's not like that was going to be Kevin Adams for a minute and then he just stopped talking. Yeah, I mean, they, I feel like they hired Kevin Adams and they said, here, buddy, you you go be on the air and do that. You go talk to people and then, that, yeah, it stops. So I don't know. They almost like, I, I love Kevin Adams, by the way. Kevin of the Y, that's my guy. That's the <laughs> trademark right there. But, I mean, it feels like, I, I hate it was almost like he was like a fire blanket. Like this season, things were just going down and like everything was on fire and it was just throw him out there. Like, you know, like that's him. Like that's the oh, guy. That's and, like, guy. Like that was, that was what they did with Whaley. Hell, that's exactly what they did with Doug Whaley. They put Doug Whaley out there when he didn't really know everything that was going on. Yep. He wasn't directly responsible for everything that was going on. And he just had to be out there and be like, you know what, that's, that's unacceptable as an organization where it continue to get better. We're always assessing and getting better. They both, like, basically said that. I mean, and I feel bad for both those people because it's like they're being in a, put in a position not to succeed. And, and what did Timmy and Cheek to Vegas say last week? Oh, my gosh. Dominic Hasek was the LeBron of hockey. <laughs> well, that too. But what did he say about Phil Housley? You know, we, we played well in periods one and two, and we didn't give it our all in period three. You're the coach. You're the guy that's got to motivate these players to be focused and play hard all three periods. And, t- and Timmy and Cheek to Vegas will be back tonight. But, you know, Chad, Anthony, next question for you guys is, what's worse, Pilot going to the KHL or Hutton suffering vision problems last oh, season? Oh, God. Oh, it's the vision problems. If it's, they knew it's about the that, vision problems. Oh, man. If they knew yeah. – about that and then when Almer got hurt and they didn't I, I just hope they didn't know. <laughs> I, I need somebody I need someone in, our, in that organization to say they didn't know about it because I need knew, a goalie who doesn't have like a monster stigma that prevents him from playing like basic level hockey 
Like I'm saying, I, I say with all due respect to Robin Lehner, I'm glad he recovered. But the two goalies who have basically played like 70% of our games for the past five seasons were filling their water bottles with rum and Coke, and the other guy couldn't see a, a squirrel from a dime on the side of the road. I, I think a great stat to look at for gamblers how many overs hit in Carter Hutton starts last season? I, I need to <laughs> first you would look at this angle. I got mad at it, like because literally it would be like Hutton would be starting and the other team would be minus two hundred or whatever, a humongous favor. I just thought it had to go against it and said, you know, you had you had certain people I won't name <coughs> funnel guy getting rich off of it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, I wrote about it today actually for Expected Buffalo. Um, I kind of dove into just how much of a drop off did we see last year versus the 2018-19 season, and there was definitely a drop off. I mean, there's no doubt about it, but. Even if with fully improved vision, he gets back to where he was in that first year with Buffalo, the Sabres really should still look into upgrading his spot. And, and I know trying to deal him might be difficult, but I don't know if you can go in with that tandem, even with a fully healthy hut. But oh. I will say if they, if they knew that their goalie couldn't see, and then all Mark goes down uh, and he's got to play, what, what was it like 15 games or something? Oh, and then they not, brought not Johansson great. up who like, <laughs> clearly after like a game or two was yeah, clearly was not, not at all NHL ready. When you get lit uh, up by Detroit, like it's time yeah. now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh How far away is our guy UPL? Is he like destined for like 2027? Two years. He'll be, he'll be a, he'll be a coyote in 2025, huh? <laughs> I'll tell you what though, two years. a guy who I was not that high on when they drafted, but had a really nice uh, first year after being drafted is uh, Eric Portillo. I mean, goalies are voodoo. They could, either be great or terrible at any given moment but uh you got to be careful with those ushl stats too for a guy who you know save percentage is in the you know mid nine one nine two but you also look the guy looked at 17 shots a game one of the best ushl teams right that's what i always say that's why we're we got to bring these top guys on this show al is always sending me ushl stats oh here's another ushl blog and i'm like dude be careful with those USHL stats, dude. Don't you know what Chad said? <laughs> no, seriously. I, guys, I'm really impressed with this expected Buffalo website, the articles. Seriously, like, if, like, honestly, if I'm, going for, if I'm going for Buffalo Sabres information, that's where I'm going. That's what makes and, it sick because I read these optimistic fluff pieces. I'm seeing the networks airing like, you know, so-and-so yep. is looking. Wayne Simmons is looking to turn a corner with the Sabres. And then I read something from you guys, and it kind of like – is sobering, brings you back to earth, and it, like, yeah. makes you realize that we're, like, really in the mud with this squad. So it's depressing, but, I mean, I guess I would rather have my expectation be correct because then that way I know, you know, what's going on. I don't think Hutton's going to Hutton's gonna be, you know, a brick wall. I mean, it's just – I mean, that is the fine line we do have to walk because it's – I mean, Anthony and I have talked about it. It's, it's hard, and uh, it's not enjoyable to write about how bad the team is all the time. I'm, I mean, it, I'm we talk about it all the time. That's the yeah. truth of it, but it's hard. I mean, it's, it's much easier to find things to write about how they made mistakes. Things aren't good and things aren't good. Cause there's not that much that's great. And, and then when you hit those two, three topics that are good, then you're out of the good topics. And then from there on mm-hmm. out, you're just kind of, you know, reviewing what went wrong. And then you're writing about, free agents and trade options that are probably pie in the sky ideas, especially when you have an ownership group that is, you know, crying poor and associated with press pieces. So. Yeah. I mean, it, it got to a point last year in that season. Uh, what was it? Late February, early March before the pandemic hit where, you know, 
me, my buddies, the funnel guy, maniac. I would get excited to go to Sabres games to root against the team and go to Buff Creek and bat the other team. Literally, that's what it got. That, it was that, basically that the part of the Titanic to. where the ship's like sinking and everyone like finally accepts that it's sinking, you know, like <laughs> a little bit easier. Like, like it gets I, easier to figure out what you're doing and everything, you know. Yeah, I remember going to the Buff Creek with producer Burrs and Funnel Guy, and we hammered the Avalanche against the Sabres, and they won, like, what, was it 8-1 to one that game or something ridiculous where they came in here and just stomped us? Mm-hmm. And we were cheering. We were cheering with our fans, like, going nuts. It, it, it's sad that we're at that state. But you know what? Let's turn this let's, – let's talk positive things. We're seeing what? NHL, tra- NHL, NHL training camp, Ooh, July 10th. We're thinking, what, a 2014 playoff might happen. Chandra, we'll start with you. What are you most excited about? over these next couple months with hockey. I'm kind of excited to see the chaos of it all. Um, a 2014 <laughs> playoff, I mean, any one of those 24 teams, depending Especially on how well. Especially the first round. I mean, that's. Right. I mean, that's, how well they stayed conditioned through the whole yeah. thing. Guys who are coming back from injury. I know Columbus is one of the teams that's getting healthy at, at the right time, so to speak. Um, so, so, yeah, that'll be, it'll be interesting just to see kind of how crazy it is, how disorganized maybe it is. Cause I mean, yeah. they're really doing this a, a little bit on the fly. Um, yeah, There's going to be, be some player surreal. who just goes off during this time. Oh, yeah. and it's not going to be matching with his career numbers. ESPN is going to be all over it. This guy played 362 games and he only had 116 goals. Time. He is averaging over a goal and a half per game. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can already see it. Cause yeah, there's going to be guys with just dead legs. I mean, What's going to happen with my guy who was lighting up the league, Ovechkin? If it looked like the Capitals could have potentially been primed to make another run deep in the Stanley Cup, is that still the case? Yeah, they don't really I mean, have that great odds. I think they're like the third or fourth best odds. I think you're in a situation now where this is this is open for literally everybody. That's, that's what makes the NHL worse. playoffs so great. Well, that's why I heard Especially now, the too, we have a three-month it. layoff. So, like, it's basically <laughs> starting a whole new season again. Like, what happened three months ago is irrelevant. Like, it – Besides seating, I mean, it, the seating doesn't even matter because everyone's playing the same place. No one has home ice advantage besides, wow, I guess, I guess, point. I guess the home team gets, you know, first change or whatever, or last year. Yeah, change. yeah. And that's the only advantage you so, get. The crowd being gone is a huge factor. And I'm only going to spend 10 seconds on this. That first projection when it came out that the Sabres were in the group of 24. I'm sorry. A three-round playoff <laughs> against the Maple Leafs would have been incredible. That would have been Matthews great. Matthews versus Eichel would have been incredible. And that yeah. was a team – that the Sabres have matched up well with this year and that had a fluff defense and they could have really actually competed against. That's all I'm going to say. But yeah, I'm looking forward to it. The NHL playoffs, like we were talking about, Chad, it's, you know, for those that always forget the other nine months of the year, it really is the most entertaining postseason to watch. Grit, craziness. The fan reactions probably do play a role in that. I mean, watching playoff games in Calgary, uh, watching the playoff games, especially in their first year, the Vegas Knights, definitely played a role in that like those atmospheres but I think I'm definitely I cannot wait for the end of July and for this for this action to come back and I'm sure you guys are only five to ten times that yeah I mean plus you know we did the fun thing of you let people vote so uh where I think it was Columbus and Colorado are the two teams that we're gonna follow um as long as in the playoffs so I, I guess the two teams we're gonna cover and write about it expected Buffalo to kind of push them hockey content on about different teams you know when the Sabres aren't playing so that's will kind of keep us involved in the playoffs too. So the Blue Jackets and the Avalanche will be our teams. And that, go ahead. Paul, they would call that the scoreboard massacre series because you have those abbreviated scoreboards, Call versus Call. Are you kidding? <laughs> <laughs> Neither of those teams. Oh no, CBJ. The CBJ okay, so is CBJ. what it would be. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. Okay. But yeah. call versus call, not very great, Al. But but <laughs> but I know Al would be loving that finals as someone who has a uh, golden ticket in that regard. Oh yeah, Ch- Chad. When you <laughs> put up that poll, I was losing my mind. I'm so happy. I saw like I wasn't expecting the Avalanche to win by that much of a landslide. Yeah. But I was super excited. They got like what I think when I voted, it was like 45. It was like 45. It was, it was a big crazy. win. Uh, I'm happy too because I could watch Nate McKinnon play hockey every day of the week. So. Yeah, him in the playoffs the past couple of seasons was incredible when he made it. I mean, my goodness. Chandra, talk about a banged-up team and a good time to get healthy. Those Avalanche were as beat up as any team in the league. Yeah, they were in rough shape. And it it was – they were almost following a little bit of a trend that we saw last season where they started, you know, really, really well and then kind of fell off a little bit. And maybe not fell off, but evened out, right? And this thing, they were healthy at that time. But, yeah, this year was is a little bit due to injury. But uh, like Chad said, I mean, Nathan McKinnon, you can make an argument for him as one of the top three players in the NHL. I mean, he, he might even be the best this year. Uh, wow. So, yeah, it's going to be fun. They're going to be a fun team. And, uh, you know, like we said. going to be the thing. Goaltending. Yeah. They're going to do in that. I mean, they have Francois, who was playing really well. Francis before uh, the suspension. And then, you know. My Grubauer. Grubauer is the other guy. It's, it's, a, it was. it's yeah. a two-headed monster over there in yeah. Colorado. You can put any of those guys in that. Yeah. In the oh, my God. Are we, are we talking another Carolina Hurricanes 2006 run? Peter LaViolette is a friggin' maniac. <laughs> who, sw- who switches goalies like four times in a series? It was smart. Seriously. It worked. Yeah, it, 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 was it, it worked. I know. I mean, that's, you look that's, at the, I mean, Philadelphia did it to the Sabres, too. It confuses them. It is terrible. It is terrible. It does t- kind of take your confidence away. It's a new guy. It's a new yeah. guy. It's the, it's the opposite of MLB. In MLB, you'll have a pitcher doing well, and that guy comes out, the other team will be, like, going nuts. You'll get, like, yep. an influx yep. of confidence. It's, like, the opposite yep. in the NHL. So, I guess, yeah. He was pushing all the right buttons. Shout out that uh, 06 Sabres squad. <laughs> so, uh, let's see here. Chad, Chandra, I'm going to ask both of you guys, because can be, we can post this again in a couple months if it hits. Give me right now your Stanley Cup prediction, East and West, for this season. You set it up for grabs. Anyone can do it. So who do you guys got? Do you want to go Chad, first? Anthony? Chad, Chad cringed when you queued that up. <laughs> He's not ready to lock it in. And, I, and I'm not just saying this to, to appease our reader base. I truly do feel this way. I would not be surprised if you saw Blue Jackets and Avalanche. I really, <laughs> I really love it. But if I'm being, if I'm being a little bit more uh, logical, I guess, I think Avalanche are a pretty good bet in the West that if I had to pick a team and then, Tough to tough to bet against Boston, man. They're good until they're not. So that'd be, I, I guess that's probably my more logical Eastern Conference team. But Columbus, Colorado wouldn't surprise me. I'll go a little bit different to be different, and not that I'm picking different teams, but not to pick the same teams Anthony did. Um, so I'm in the West. Uh, I, I think Vegas is great. I think they're deep. Uh, Flurry is a good goaltender, even though he had a rough year. I, I think when he gets to the playoffs, he'll be fine. Especially getting this rest now too, that'll help him. Uh, so I'll go Vegas and they have Leonard there too now. So that kind of, you know, if Larry does, you know, stumble, they have Leonard to kind of no shootouts in the playoffs. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so I'll go Vegas in the West and then I've been picking them for a while, but I feel like this layoff might help them. And also I think last year they were taught a lesson. And so I'll go with Tampa Bay in the East to finally, to finally break through. I'll even pick them as the winner to finally break through and get that and get that cup and the reason I kind of want them to get that cup is because then I think they'll start selling off pieces and that's kind of where the Sabres can come into it too let's go that's what you call navigating the market that's why you get these top guys involved now let me tell you I went to two road games last year Vegas Sabres and 
Columbus Sabres that uh, first week of the season when they scored late to tie it and then uh, lost in OT when, when, when Eichel was tired in OT when he was out there for a couple minutes straight or whatever. But that would just be like the kind of downside of this is Vegas Knights' home atmosphere was amazing. I've never seen anything in school. Oh. In, I've never seen anything like I saw when I went to that Vegas Knights. It would be – have you have either you gents there? I don't. I want to talk like uh, kind of yeah. – no, Guys, no, I haven't been there. We're talking party in the plaza times 10. And I get it's Vegas. I get it's Vegas. But we're talking a regular season, like, game with all the other things going on in Vegas. So, like, I mean, I was just incredible. Yeah. That atmosphere was insane. And it would obviously be crazy to see it in the Stanley Cup again. And then Columbus, that cannon going off. I mean, my goodness, my eardrum almost, like, exploded <laughs> every time that they found the twine. It was brilliant. I have gone to Columbus before, and the cannon got me the first time when I went there. Dude, I, I cannon's ridiculous. Yep. And the one thing I got to bring up real quick, too, Chandra, you're going with Columbus. Mm-hmm. So, for all you people that are trying to make a sharp play, they have, according to Sportsbook's website, the ninth best odds to win the East, and they're 40 to 1. Is that value, wow. really? Value? That's, that's, va- value? that's value. Has everything expected Buffalo needs. But <laughs> so, that, I've had a few t- friends yeah. ask me who to pick, like, an under, under the radar team, and every time it answers Columbus. Every time. Wow. I mean, yeah, the top five, you got Boston, Tampa, Caps, Flyers, Penguins. Typical. Flyers yeah. are Best year sneak- to take a long way, shot, though, like they said. Flyers are another sneaky team in there. I like that. Horse. Young, hot goalie, right? Carter yeah, Hart. I got to see Carter Hart in the playoffs first before I kind of give them too okay. much. Ooh. All right, guys, here we go. Before we go to the lightning round, it's time for some Buffalo Sabres trivia with you three. Shout out oh, the first no. answer. I know, you maniac. You might get smoked here. Very basic <laughs> Very basic question, though. Shout it out right when you know. We're going with the 2008 Buffalo Sabres team. Who led the team in goals? Thomas Vanek. He's right. How many goals? 37. 40. Yeah. Mm. Uh, who was second in goals? Pominville. Is he on that team still? No. Derek Roy. Got it. Maniacs of 2000. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I just sound stupid now. Roy had... 28 goals, and he was in second. Next question. Chad, you wrote an article about that season. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was your first season. The 08, Check 09 out season. Maniac's right. next piece on expectedbuffalo.com. <laughs> was it 07 08 or 08 It was 08. It was no, 07 this, 08. This, this, uh, no, this, 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 the one I'm looking at is 08 09. Oh, right. That okay, was the year okay. after that. Right, okay, yeah. All right, who led the team in assists? Tim Connolly? Jokin Hesht. No. Uh, Derek Roy? Pominville with 68. I was going to say Pominville, too. I didn't want to pick him again. Apples is insane. I didn't want to pick Pominville again. Two more questions. Who led the team in points? So you have Vanek in goals, Pominville in assists. Who led the team in points? Roy? Got it. I was going to say, I think Roy had 80 points again. He was a good bet to have, like, 20-plus and then 50-plus. Yep. Yep. Jesus, Maniac. Maniac's on fire. All right, next one. Where's where's, where's the Sabres organist? (laughs) (laughs) Chad and and Anthony need the music. They need a little music. (laughs) All right, final question. Who is the backup goalie? Patrick Patrick Laleem. That's a tie. That's a tie. They got it. Was, it. Patrick, Patrick Lean was the backup. I was going to say Tebow. That might have been earlier than that. See, so that just shows – I probably did better than that than I do in, like, an 05, 06 one just because I love, like, misery. 
<laughs> oh, that, was, that was impressive. That was really good. That was really good. All right, Maniacs. Okay, so quick lightning round. You know, obviously, we like to get people in the lightning round and get some quick answers to some questions. Some of them are controversial, so I know you guys are, are, you know, if you don't want to answer, you don't have to, but just we've got a quick round of questions. Are you ready? This sounds up my alley, right, Chad? Yeah, yeah. Sounds like this is an easy way to make mistakes, for sure. Yep, here we go. Okay. (laughs) Lightning round brought brought to you by Pazda Electric. Pazda Electric, 716-698-2711. Okay. First question for you two. If you could add one member of the media outside of Trainwreck Sports oh, to expectedbuffalo.com, who would you choose? Any Noted media Jordan. member would, would be on your site. Noted jerk. I would add Joe Jordan. Yeah, so, okay. I don't say, so I don't say the same guy, Travis Yost. Okay, Travis Yost, Joe Y. Joe Y, shout out, JY, great guy. Uh, okay, this is a little bit more casual. This is for all three. Favorite food to eat during a Sabres game? Not at a Sabres game, because I wouldn't say, sadly, the food's anything to brag about there. Favorite food to eat snack during a Sabres game? For me, I'm going to go real quick. Chocolate chip cookie dough ice cream. It's very, it very helps me get through. Is alcohol food? Yes, yes. <laughs> okay. Alcohol is food. Answer. <laughs> Liquid diet. Alcohol for Chad? I'm a, I'm a basic guy. I just like pizza and wings during the game. I'll go bagel bites. Nice. Bagel bites. Pizza in the morning, pizza in the evening, pizza at supper time. All right. We are going to the next question. Favorite saber of all time? Danny Breer. Thomas Vanek. Brian Holzinger. Nice. Holzinger. Love it, Al. From okay. Bowling Green State University. Oh, my gosh. Now, that is a sleeper <laughs> fact. Okay, for you two on the bottom, when did you each write your first sports article? Um, I, my, I was in high school, and I lied to the guy who ran a site called Let's Go Buffalo, or Let's Go Sabres, and uh, I told him I was 18, and I was actually 15, so that was when I wrote my first article, <laughs> and it was about whether the Sabres should re-sign Teppo Newman or re-sign Nolan Pratt to be the seventh defenseman. Wow. I think mine was seven seven or eight years ago, and it was about Nathan Kirby. My goodness. I knew the neighborhood that Teppo Newman lived in. I literally drove down the street and knocked on his door and asked if I could interview him. It was insane. Just nonsense. <laughs> That's what makes you you, maniac. <laughs> Bro, Finnish as a language, if you've ever heard it, it is like the most ridiculous language that you've ever heard. That's all I'm saying. Yep. See, there you go. Oh, okay. How yeah. you doing? You had to just get a, get a tap dance on my yes. grave there. Yes. Okay. And this is where the going gets tough. All right, gents. If one Sabre was off the team, off the roster tomorrow, Skinner or Reinhardt, who would you choose? Skinner. Uh, Skinner is too old. Okay. Well, not too old, but he's older. But he's older and he makes a lot more money. Okay. So, all right. The yeah. contract for sure. Hey, hey if, you're asking, if you're asking me, Skinner too. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. I wonder where you came up with that one. <laughs> He came for the rent. All right. One move you would make if you woke up tomorrow and you were Jason Botterill. You can make one move. You can't fire or reassign yourself. <laughs> and I would one say move. you can't trade Rasmus with Slining because let's say that would be both your first moves. All right. I'll pick something different. Um, yes. I, that, that way. So we already know they both would have said trade Risto, but let, let's hear something different that we haven't seen on Twitter for the last 19 months. I would trade Brandon Chad beat me to it on that one. I was just about to say, um, resign Johan Larson. 
Okay, and you think that's because Montour is like the most attract, one of the most attractive pieces that they have that really isn't well in the system. I, just, I think he's, that, he's the most valuable think, piece of fool's gold. Yeah, I don't think he's that good either, and I also don't think uh, that he would be that successful in Kruger's system if he plays the same way. So, okay, now you guys obviously both lean hockey, obviously with expected Buffalo and everything, but say, favorite sports movie overall? It could be hockey movie, but I wanted to see your favorite sports movie overall. I got to stick to my roots, Moneyball. That now that fits with your personality exactly. Mine is any given Sunday. Okay, see now I'm glad I asked favorite sports. Okay, now now let's narrow it down real quick. Al, favorite sports movie overall? Space Jam. Okay, all right. Uh, what if you had to pick a hockey movie? Now that neither of you did. Miracle. It has to be Miracle, right? Yeah. D two, the Mighty Ducks. I was gonna say let's go with the more inspirational yeah. USA team. D two, yeah. okay. Trinidad and Tobago. Mm-hmm. And of course, oh yeah, I mean those jerseys are fire. <laughs> um, last but not least, before we get to the end here, not your favorite saber. We talked about that, but favorite sabers play of all time for all three of you. Jason Pomville shorthanded goal, game five against Ottawa in 05-06. Drury tying goal against the Rangers, 07. That's been again off just diving. <laughs> Penguin slides. <laughs> Hands down. I thought Al was going to say when Evander Kane tied the game at five, Vegas Knight Sabres <laughs> in 2018, but he had the money line and a four-item parlay. Uh, yeah, I mean, you got to go. If I, I, I hate to copy it, but Pominville as well. Another cool moment, though, was uh, when they did score 10 goals in the playoffs against Philly in uh, 2016. That was insane, obviously. Breer, goal, Breer overtime goal against the Flyers up there, too, in game one. Double Back that it went goal. to double OT, for yeah. sure, for sure. What a moment to start those two playoffs runs. Both, both last question the lightning round does this train ever stop oh, never there we go you guys are out of the lightning round brought to you by pasta electric all right guys i give a show tonight i think it's <laughs> <laughs> you just ate like a huge meal all right guys Oh, it's time for you got it from that couch like my grandfather. It was amazing. No, this, yeah, this, this, I mean, this thing, it's so comfortable. Trust me. This is one thing where, you know, Chad, we're talking about happy wife, happy life. I'm not married yet, but one thing that I got to correct is I got to stop falling asleep on this couch tonight. <laughs> that's something that's just got to stop. Quarantine is just, this couch has been my, my best friend. So let's get into it. Let's get into some final shout outs. Maniac, Chandra, Chad, who wants to start it off? Who are you shouting out tonight? I'll let our guests go first. Oh, man. Anthony, you can go first. I, don't, I, gotta think of one. <laughs> I knew you were going to do that. <laughs> unless, unless they're not ready, in which case I'll bail them out and go first. You go first, man. Okay. I got to shout out my guy. A lot of people, you know, they know that I'm not the most <clears throat> objective journalist. My best friend, a guy I could easily tackle if time ever came to it, Jared Patterson, named to the preseason All-America team by the Walter Camp Football Foundation. So that's major national recognition for UB. So shout out to Jarpat and hopefully a very strong 2020 season for these UB Bulls. How about you, I have my guy. Do you want me to go, Anthony? Please. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go a different Buffalo, a different sport. Uh, and it kind of happened recently, but I'm going to give a shout out to Josh Allen today uh, because of some good comments he had on the social issues that are going on in society. So Josh Allen's my shout out today. My shout out is going to be Wayne Simmons for uh, being part of the Hockey Diversity Alliance Alliance with uh, two former Sabres and Chris Stewart and Evander Kane on there as well. Awesome. My shout out, it's Thursday. You know what that means? Timmy and Cheek to Vegas, round three, going down tonight. 
big night. Hey, you know, I thought, you know what? I was like, you know what, Timmy, we got to stop talking about the Sabres. But, hey, look at all the stuff that came out today. I want more hot takes. I want Timmy going off tonight. Very excited to see what happens there. But, Chad, seriously, thank you for joining us. Anthony, you as well. ExpectedBuffalo.com. Add it to the favorites toolbar of your MacBook, whatever you got to do. That's what you got to go to for articles on the Buffalo Sabres. Nowhere else. But thank you for joining us. Look at these beautiful koozies by DJ Supreme. <laughs> this train never stops. And you know what we say? Good night now. <laughs>